Have you ever wondered why kings and priests in the Bible needed to be anointed with oil? One reason was all the criticism that one receives as a leader. You need to be able to let it flow off you like water off a duck's back. When you're anointed with oil, nothing sticks. Welcome to the Transformative Duff. Today we are on page 40. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman and we are learning Tractate Subas. And we learn that if you truly want to achieve greatness, you have to be prepared to just let the words of the critics disappear, not affect you, and not cause you any distress whatsoever. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Harissa today. I like to begin with a story. The story is told of a great rabbi who once shared a car ride with a young man. As they were approaching the man's destination, the rabbi asked the driver to wait for a few moments before continuing the drive. They reached the first stop and the young man alighted. As soon as he left, the rabbi asked the driver to open the door for him as his arm was caught in the door which the young man had closed for him. Oy vey, cried the driver. Why didn't you say something sooner? Replied the rabbi. I was concerned about embarrassing the poor young man who closed the door on me. Let's look at today's Gemara. What is humiliation? Everything is based on the one who humiliated and the one who was humiliated. Let's analyze the Gemara. While the specific topic of our mission is a compensation that must be paid for non-consensual relations, the commentaries note that the same law applies to any case of injury. Whenever one individual damages another individual, one of the payments that must be paid is compensation for humiliation, such as damages to the victim's reputation. When assessing medical damages for breaking another individual's leg, the costs do not differ much from one person to another. A leg is a leg. By contrast, when it comes to damaging another person's reputation, it all depends, says the Mishnah, on the one who humiliated and the one who was humiliated. The Talmud Yerushalmi comments on the Mishnah, there is no comparison between humiliating a great person and humiliating a small person. There is no comparison between being humiliated by a great person and being humiliated by a small person. The humiliation of a great person is great and his damage is less. The humiliation of a small person is less and his damage is greater. The Torah has always recognized the ability of, of a human being to inflict damage beyond physical injury. A misplaced word and an unthinking smirk have the potential to cause humiliation to another person. It goes without saying that actual intent to damage a person's honor and reputation are utterly forbidden. We must be so careful that whatever we say or do does not damage the social standing of another person whether in the here and now, or over the long term. But does that apply equally to everyone? America is famous for its First Amendment right to free speech. One of the exceptions to freedom to speak freely is defamation. Generally, one may not say something slanderous or write something libelous about another person. Doing so may prompt a defamation suit from the injured party. The only exception to that rule is the public figure. Somehow, it's considered not so bad according to American law if one says something inappropriate about someone who is famous. In Torah law, there is no public figure exception. Many authorities maintain that it is even worse to defame a leader than to embarrass someone of lesser stature. Therefore, the compensation owed is even greater. Why? Because our gadolim, the greats of the Jewish people, are not actors or musicians. They're not politicians or social media influencers. Greatness in Judaism is determined by one's dedication to Torah and mitzvahs. 
When someone mocks a Torah giant, he is not just causing embarrassment to the person, he is bringing shame to the Torah. Thus the penalty needed to atone is much greater. That's all from the perspective of the simpleton who is acting disrespectfully toward the great person. According to the Pnei Moshe, the meaning of the Rishami statement, the humiliation of a great person is great and his damage is less, is that it is a great sin to humiliate a great person. However, a great person is not personally hurt if he is the object of humiliation. The compensation must be paid in order to teach the scoffer a lesson about respect. But a great person is not damaged by the remarks of a lowly individual. Imagine you could suddenly understand what animals and insects were saying. You're strolling down the street and an ant stares up at you and starts taunting you and calling you horrible names. Would you care? Of course not. It's just an ant. They have no bearing on your life whatsoever. That's how great people view the attacks of little people. They're not bothered. It's mere ant chatter. It's not so easy to hear and read people's mean comments about you, but know that it's a sign of your greatness. The greater you are, the more the little people will try to bring you down, and the less hurt you should feel because little people don't bother with other little people who are like themselves. If they're going to try to humiliate someone, they'll head for the top. When you're the target of their attacks, here's what you need to know. God has anointed you for greatness. Just like the kings and priests in the Tanakh who had oil poured over their heads to mark their ascent to greatness, you have a spiritual oil that is protecting you. When you're anointed for greatness, the derogatory taunts just glide off you like water off a duck's back. Ducks are able to glide across a lake because the Creator has endowed them with a special water-repellent oil on their feathers. Here's how to continue your rise to greatness. Regular people need to swim through the ocean of life, not you. The Almighty has anointed you and bestowed upon you the ability to walk on water and achieve unbelievable things in life. If you are able to glide across without allowing the critics to drag you down into the water, God will promote you and propel you to even greater heights. He doesn't bestow greatness upon everyone, not because he has favorites, but because he knows that not everyone can handle it. If you are going to feel hurt and pain every time a critic taunts you, God won't place you in that situation. He loves you and doesn't want to see you suffer. But if you demonstrate that you are able to walk on water and forge ahead unfazed by the naysayers, then he will continue to elevate and exalt you. Like the rabbi whose arm was caught in the door, we need to be so careful about and attentive to other people's covered. We must avoid the tiniest word that might cause them distress and discomfort. That rabbi, however, had no shortage of critics. That never stopped him from becoming the leading Torah giant of his generation. May you master the art of walking on water, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.